Not just a man who dominates down back as Mason Redmond goes into his eighth year. Unlucky not to be named in the final team of the All-Australian, but also a man who hits the scoreboard. Mason Redmond's been good enough to join me for the first time on Wide World of Sports. Mason, welcome. G'day, thanks for having me, Sam. Mason, talk to us about this pre-season because what I've been hearing and, and what I've been reading from some of your leaders is that this has a whole different feel to it this preseason, which I think would excite a lot of Essendon faithful. Yeah, I think um, it definitely does have a different feel to it. Brad's second year at the helm. Um, I think it's been uh, an off-season of, of continual improvement, or we, we definitely think so. Um, that's what we're aiming towards anyway. Um, and yeah, I think we've got some good bang for buck. We've had a uh, relatively healthy list over the, yep. over the preseason, which is, which is a bonus. Um, something that we haven't necessarily had in the past. And, um, yeah, we've just been getting to work and, and trying to get better every day. Did you go to Arizona? Uh, no, I didn't personally, but there was, uh, I don't know exactly, I think there was 10 or 12 of the boys that went and they absolutely loved it. I think the, the number might grow this year. Yeah, and quite a, a big thing of it that, um, that Andy McGrath talked about was that it was fully funded by the players themselves. And this seems to be this growing theme at Essendon, which is players wanting to take more personal responsibility for their futures. Is that fair? Yeah, that's definitely fair, Sam. Um, I think we've got uh, a vast majority of the group now that have really taken taken ownership of their own career, and that was that was one example of it. And yep. as I said, I think heading into uh, not only this year, but years, years to come, I think that'll be something you'll definitely see out of our group. And it's hard, isn't it? Because for a team like Essendon, who are one of the biggest clubs in the, in the competition, one of the biggest sporting organisations in, in the country, there's always high expectations. And yet, for whatever reason, and I'm sure it's, it's never just one thing, and you're going into your eighth year, as I mentioned before, you haven't been able to find what is needed to get to the pointy end of the year, despite the fact that there being change of administrations, change of coaches, change of heads of football. And there seems to be uh, this mantra coming from within the playing group that, hey, this is our time. And if we're going to do it, it has to come from within. And, and that's it. It's a change of mantra from Essendon that I haven't heard in a long time. And that's why I think that there's a little bit of a groundswell. But the hard thing now, Mason, is, you know, everyone can talk the talk, but can you walk the walk? Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily say we're uh, being over-exuberant with our talk. Um, yep. Uh, that's probably been a trap that uh, the club has fallen into in the past. And as you said, you've got to walk the walk and nothing's guaranteed in football. There's 18 mm. teams chomping out the bit to play to get them eight spots in the finals. And um, as I said, there's no guarantees, but hopefully we're putting our best foot forward and um, leaving, leaving as little as we can to chance. And the, the trip to Arizona was only 12 months after it seemed like most of the boys went away to Ibiza for a footy trip. Now, I personally have nothing against footy trips. I think people like Kane Corns are a little bit too harsh. You're allowed to work hard and play hard as long as it's done in the right, right um, terms and the right time. Having said that, it was done just before Brad Scott arrived at the club. So in many ways, I guess it probably feels from the playing group's perspective that this is Brad's first real pre-season at the helm. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, if you if you take a look at the, the landscape of the footy club um, between those 12 months, it's in a much different spot. Um, and I de- don't necessarily think it was a bad thing what we did that year, but... Uh, Nor do I. Now heading forward, I think um, the trip to Arizona is probably a sign of the times now. And as you said earlier, enough's enough um, coming from us playing group. And um, administration doesn't win your finals. 
uh, it's the players on the field, and mm. um, that's that's the way we've got to look at it. It's uh, the buck stops with us, really, uh, and Brad as well at the helm. And um, yeah, we'll be looking to rectify that in the future. What was the main reason you signed on long term with the club? Uh, there was never really one reason. I think I went through um, a process with my partner uh, Emma, especially, and. We figured out where we wanted to be long term and mm. um, on and off field things come into that situation. We're really loving our time off field um, within Melbourne and, and we think that's the place for us going forward. And, and then uh, when I have a look at the club as well, I, I said uh, the club's obviously in a very different space than what it was in, in the past. And uh, I have a lot of confidence um, in Craig as the CEO and Brad at the helm of the, of the football department. Um, yeah, those two especially. And then um, more broadly, I think the playing group, as you said, and I've touched on, um, I think in a in a very different place. And, and we want to be the group that um, takes this great club back to where it belongs. And that's uh, at the pointy end of the competition. And when you say things like that, I think it reverberates through your fan base because you could have quite easily left. I know you had offers from, from other clubs, particularly to go back home to, to South Australia, but you talking about the, there's, I'm confident that the club is in a different space to what it was previously. That's, that, that speaks volumes, I think. Yeah, I think there's, there's two reasons you play football at the highest level, Sam, and that's to have fun, obviously. Yep. Um, but then the, the either comes in front of that for some people or secondary to that is you want to win finals. You want to win grand finals. Um, I don't think uh, that's really an outlandish statement. I think every player is in the competition to, to reach the ultimate. Um, mm. And, yeah, I think that's obviously one of the reasons I stayed. I have a lot of confidence in this group and um, hopefully that confidence will... will translates on the field in the, in the coming uh, coming years. Okay, I want to ask you about some specific players. One who you've already talked about in part, and that's Nick Martin. It sounds like uh, you've got a new partner in crime down back. Yeah, yeah, he's um, he's come he's come down back in the uh, in the preseason, and uh, he definitely offers something different for us. With the competition has seen uh, in the past two years, how good he is offensively, um, and we have other opposition forwards worrying about uh, what he's doing and myself and Andy and the other backs are doing, um, and that takes away from them concentrating on kicking goals. And, uh, yeah, he's lighting the track up uh, this preseason. He's uh, obviously, as I said, he's very good offensively, uh, and I feel, I feel like he's really um, growing into uh, getting a good balance between defence and offence, and he'll give us a really different look back there. Okay, that's exciting. Xavier Dersma? Yeah, Dersman's obviously come in uh, along, alongside a, a couple of other recruits as well. Uh, I'm sure you'll get to in a moment. Um, but yeah, he's come in. Um, he had a bit of a slow start, just getting over a couple of injury woes. But uh, the last couple of weeks, he's got into the, the match practice and uh, game simu- simulation uh, drills. And he's, he's going really well. And he'll give us uh, some good depth on the wing. Um, it'll be interesting to see how the team lines up round one. But um, he'll be definitely in the mix and, and pushing for a spot. And he's actually, uh, I'm actually having him over for dinner tonight. So, uh, oh, hang on, just you two, or or uh, more coming to the uh, the, the Redmond household? No, nah, just a dinner for two, Sam. <laughs> our partners, our partners will be here. But <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I was, I was, uh, yeah, it should be a good night. Okay, just chucking a roast, chucking a roast on for him.
and and are you cooking? What what do you do special with the roast? Uh, what am I doing? I'm on the phone to you. Um, no, I, me and Emma. Uh, so you're saying? So you're cooking. saying that you're leaving it all up to Emma? Yeah, she's a much better cook than me, mate. Um, <laughs> I, I try my hand in it. I'm I'm good in the uh, cleaning department after dinner. Okay, well, at least you're pulling your weight there. And and the last player I wanted to talk to you about was Nate Caddy. And just speaking to, to track watchers who have been watching him, is is that he trains with real vigour. Now, it's, it feels like... I know that um, Essendon have, in the last few years, at some stages, been caught. I know Andy McGrath's been on the show saying that sometimes we're too nice to play against. I'll, I'll let you be the judge of whether that's that's fact or fiction. But Nate and, and the personality that he brings on the field and the physicality he brings can can be a player that changes that to a degree. Yeah, he's definitely he definitely attacks everything head on. He's ball at a gate. Um, he's, well, I would say, he's a very natural footballer. Okay. Um, and I think you, know, you can never question his attack on the ball or the man. Um, and that's something that the... Essendon fans and, and wider fans around the competition are going to see this year. Um, whether Again, whether he plays round one will be interesting. Um, he's definitely putting his best foot forward. But, um, yeah, he's, he's a very exciting player, and I think he'll, uh, he'll play a lot of games for Essendon. Okay, before, I'll let you go to your roast dinner in a second. But first, you've got to talk, talk to us about your haircut. Yeah, yeah chopping the hair off uh, next Saturday at the, at the family day, um, raising some funds for, for challenge which is uh, a great organisation that helps out families um, that are affected by uh, children with cancer, something that Amazing. I've um, sort of been unlucky or lucky enough to um, see firsthand the work that they do. Yep. Um, uh, they do a lot of great work in that space and, and uh, it's, a, it's a cause that's very close to home for a lot of families and uh, just doing a small part, raising a bit of money and uh, hopefully we can... Uh, yeah, raise a fair bit for them because they do a lot of great work. They certainly do. So are we going the full shave? Uh, it's called Red Dog's Groom, and I've been told by Emma if I shave, I won't be allowed back in the house. Right. Um, so we'll see how that lands on the day. You okay. Reckon? So Emma is a fan of the man bun that we're currently rocking. Uh, yeah, she's a fan, but she's also keen to see me with short hair, but um, as for the buzz cut, I'm not too sure. She doesn't sound too keen. Okay, but the good news is you're doing it for a great cause. Mason, great to catch yeah, up. Um, we're excited. We're all excited about what Essendon can produce under Brad Scott's uh, second year in charge. Good luck for the rest of the preseason and good luck for round one. Cheers, Sam. Thanks for having me.